Welcome to podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 89, and it's entitled, You're Never Too Old or Too Young to Live the Life That You Really Desire. So last night, I had a client that they had they invited me to go watch the band Styx, Ario Speedwagon, and Loverboy. And we we didn't make it in time to see Loverboy, which which was fine. But we did make it in time to see Styx. And Styx put on a show that was just amazing. Well, the interesting thing about that, and one of the things that I really noticed is most of these guys, I guess the band has members of different ages, but some of them are in their 70s. And they were up there on that stage just dancing around and, and having fun and just being a little bit crazy. And you could tell that they were loving every second of it. You know, what really struck me in that moment is there's probably some people you know, there might have been some, you know, there might have been some people that heard about the concert that were like, oh my goodness, those guys are 70 years old. Like, why don't they just give it up? Why don't, you know, they're just, they're just going out there. They're just going for a paycheck. There's probably a lot of people that have a lot of thoughts about what they're doing. You know, the thought I had, it was how awesome is that? Because we get one single life. And I'm pretty sure that God isn't up there saying, you know what? So I, I know you're in your 70s now, so I don't want you to be happy. <laughs> Doesn't that seem a bit absurd? I believe Heavenly Father wants us to be happy through all of our days, through all of our seasons of life. Every, every period of our life, it does. It comes with different opportunities and different challenges. And it was interesting because, at least with Styx, their lead singers could still... Their lead singers could still bring it. I mean, their voices were just amazing. I mean, if you want to see clips, feel free to check out my Instagram. I, I put a couple clips on there of, of both... Uh, Sticks and Ario Speedwagon. But they were up there, they were dancing, they were having the time of their life. Sometimes we get in this place in our lives, especially from some people that are older. And even myself, I mean, I, I just turned 38 years old. And there's certain things that I probably can't do. I mean, no matter how much time I practiced, I probably would never make it into the NBA. That season of my life has passed. Not that that season was ever there to begin with. That wasn't my, that wasn't my passion. I mean, I enjoy it and it's fun, but my passion is impacting the world. It's coming here. It's coming in and talking to you guys. And I'm so grateful for everyone that listens. It's so cool to watch to watch this grow and hear stories from people of how this podcast has touched and changed their lives. 
But coming back to my point about being 38 years old, there are plenty of times that I think, oh my goodness, I'm just way too late. I'm, I'm, I'm too late. I, I, I should have worked harder as a coach when I was younger. Why didn't I just understand some of the things that I know now? Do you know one of the things that I know now or I'm learning now is when I do what I'm guided and directed to do, even taking the tiniest possible step, And maybe you don't know the next tiny possible step, but you take it anyways. You know, if you want to be a singer, for example, you maybe even just simply pull up a YouTube video on how to sing and practice with it a little bit. There are so many ways out there to live the life that you really desire to live. Yes, every one of us does have an expiration date. But we don't know when that is. I mean, some people, their expiration date comes super early in life. The only thing you can do is live the life that you desire. And you know what I find that we do more often than not? We pay attention to the critics. I, I bet anything there's critics out there that said, man, sticks should just give it up. They, they, they've had their run. There's all these other younger bands coming on the scene. Like, personally, Styx wasn't even my generation, but I would much rather hear them perform than plenty of other people. Critics are going to criticize everything that you're going to do anyways. And more importantly, the internal critic, the adversary, that crazy leprechaun voice is going to mess with you. Why do I call it a crazy leprechaun voice? Because the adversary is one clever person. Oh my goodness, we get some thoughts in our head. It's like, I mean, Heavenly Father wants us to have joy. And the adversary will do whatever it takes to destroy that joy. I mean, even last night, just to give you guys an example of, you know, some of the the thoughts that go through my head, my client messaged me at probably like four o'clock or somewhere like, and the show started at seven. And she says, hey, do you want to go? And my immediate thought was, well, I have this religious class tonight that, I've, that I said I was going to go to. Now, if I had a choice between going and watching Sticks perform a once-in-a-year occurrence or going to the, this religious class that's called Institute, I would have gladly chosen Sticks. But just the way I work and how I, I did, I, I sat and I just prayed for a moment and I asked, like, Heavenly Father, is it okay if I do this? Is it okay if I miss this class that I'd already said I was going to? And and I just got this overwhelming peace, like, absolutely, go. I think so often we hold ourselves back. We don't even ask the question. I mean, I was even thinking as, as I was at the concert, like, man, that would be fun to do something like that. That would be fun to just perform. And, and I mean, if you think about how many people are impacted by the music of Styx and Ario Speedwagon. I mean, especially you know, some of those songs, um, like Ario Speedwagon's two of theirs are in many, many popular r- romantic comedies. You know, Keep on Loving You and Can't Fight This Feeling. Well, 
How cool is that, the impact that they've had in the world? You know, and so it, it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. There, it, it reminds me of, you know, for, for women. You know, guys, they, well, women are told that they don't want them to be too big, but they also don't want them to be too skinny. I mean, the line that women have to meet in the world is insane. I mean, there's like this 1% margin they can be within to be like, oh yeah, that's perfect. And then, and then it's not even perfect for everybody. It's perfect for like that one person. Well, the same goes with us. I mean, for years, I thought I was too young to coach. And then there hit a point that I thought I was too old to coach. Guys, I'm, I'm 38 years old. And a lot of coaches actually begin coaching when they're in their 50s and later. It doesn't matter. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're just the right age. Well, and, and even if you don't believe that, try it on. I mean, try it on to believe that you were just the right age to do whatever you want. Because you know what's happening every time that you say I'm too old to blank? You're getting older. Today is the youngest that you'll ever be on this earth. It is. I mean, today is the day that I'll be 38 and however many days plus. Like 38 and like 10 days or so. This is the youngest I'll ever be again on this earth. This is the time to live life however I want to live it. I hear from so many people, oh my goodness, if only I knew the stuff that I know now, my life would have been totally different. Well, you can't do anything about that. You can't change that. You can't go back and change your past. Unless... You have a time machine, which last I heard, I've never heard of one. I mean, if you have one, hey, I'd love to go back and change some things too. And then again, I wouldn't. You have no idea how one single choice could have made your life entirely different. I mean, it's funny, like the cartoons where they do go back in a time machine. And, you know, they step on the plant or they step on the animal and all of a sudden they go back and the entire world is different. You have no idea what it would have made, what difference it would have made in your life for the positive or the negative. You know, the thing about the crazy leprechaun voice is it knows exactly what to say to paralyze you. That's all it wants to do. It just wants to paralyze you. If it can paralyze you into not doing anything, it has done its job. Oh, you're too young, Joseph. Oh, you're too old, Joseph. It's done its job. It knows you can't go back in time and change anything. I don't believe those thoughts come from God. I believe they come from the adversary. He doesn't want you to start. And I know there's a lot of people out there that don't believe in that. And fine, like, if, if you don't believe in that, I respect that. But I'm just not going to actively have a thought that I'm a horrible person. It's got to come from somewhere. I mean, we believe the good, th the good thoughts come from somewhere. 
of course, the other thoughts are going to come from somewhere as well. Every one of you has an incredible, incredible life ahead of you. I don't care if you have a year left on this life. I don't care if you have 70 plus years left on this life or 80 plus or 90 plus. Every one of you has an amazing life in store for you. Because as I said before, God didn't plan, oh, well, you're going you're gonna to hit 50 and then 60 and then it's all downhill from there. Yeah, we have different opportunities. We have different experiences. But you can still show up and live the life that you desire the best that you can. You know, there's, there's something I, I read in a book. I think it was How to Win Friends and Influence People or How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, by, both by Dale Carnegie. And it basically talks about how even when, you know, a boy becomes crippled or something after like after about two weeks, they become happy again. Because they realize that's just their space in life. And they can only do the best that they can with it. You have no control over everything that happens in your life. But, I mean, the way I often put it is you can control the inputs, you can't control the outputs. You get to decide, though. You get to decide how you spend this precious gift of your time every day. You know, we go to something like these concerts with, and this was actually one of my, I mean, it was my first concert at this particular pavilion. And I, I just haven't gone to many. And it was so amazing. And these guys on guitar that are in their 70s are just unreal. I mean, they can play stuff that I couldn't even imagine playing. Well, they've also played for like 50 or something years. Yeah, I would expect if I spent 50 years doing something, I would be pretty good. But you know what we do as we get older? We spend more time thinking about, well, if only I would have done this different. If only I would have done this different. If only I would have done this different. You know, one of the things that I mention on here plenty of times, because it, it really has made a difference in my life, is I started what's called the It's Possible Challenge. You know, starting something on a Wednesday and finishing it by the following Tuesday. And then yesterday I had this really cool thought that, oh, on Wednesday is usually that lull in everybody's week, that hump day. Well, how cool is it that we're, you know, instead of having a hump day where it's just going to be a meh day, we use it as a jumping off point. We have an awesome day, a launch day. That has helped me so much because I've forced myself to do the things that I've wanted to do for years. Because over the years, we get into habits. That's just how life works. We get into habits, whether it's, um, I, don't know what, I don't know what your vice is or what your habit is. And we spend a lot of times doing the a lot of time doing the things that we don't really care about doing. But we've just gotten the habit of doing it for so long that it's like, oh, I've got to do that. You know, I've got to watch this TV show or I've got to play games or I've got to do whatever. I mean, even if you just did that a little bit and spent most of your time in a life that you love, you're going to experience a level of life that you couldn't even begin to imagine. I talk about this guiding voice a lot, the spirit. And this guidance that we receive from it. And even there, there's an interview coming out that will come out uh, next week. 
that I did with my mentor that is just amazing. He coaches the who's who of the world and he's just incredible. And the thing we talked about more than anything is living a guided life. Now, these are unscripted, so I don't, I don't really decide where they go. They just kind of go where they go. If you allowed yourself to be guided and directed, both in the things you want to do, I think it's kind of like we put a destination in our GPS. This is, hey, go to, you know, I want to go to New York City. Well, there's a million different ways to go. I mean, it was funny, even as we went to the show last night, I was, I was traveling with a client and, and as we were going, we, the GPS kept telling us to get off the main road. And the first time we didn't listen. But then it told us to get off this little side street. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Something's wrong. Well, at the very last possible second, we got off this side street. And if we hadn't, right in front of us, there was a wreck. And there wasn't another exit for at least a mile or two. And truthfully, it might have taken a half hour, an hour to get through that. And maybe even longer. Well, guys, if we don't pay attention to the guidance we receive, but it doesn't look right, it's like, no, 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 no. I want to go on the freeway. I want to go, I want to go the most direct route. That would have been a horrible decision. And we would have probably missed a good portion of the concert. We don't pay attention to the nudgings because we think we know best. You know, the GPS was even telling us, hey, get off on this road. Get off, get off on this road. But when it told us to get off on this road that made no sense whatsoever, that's when I listened. That's when I was like, wait a second, hold up. Actually, I don't even know if it was that. You know what it was? It was seeing just in the nick of time, like we're talking barely the nick of time, rows of red lights. Just rows of car lights. And I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up. Something's wrong. Something's off. And at the very last possible second, we got off. I think that's more what it was. See, we weren't even listening. Because we think we know best. It's like, no, no, no. There's no no other big sporting events going through downtown tonight. Like, we'll be fine. We'll be good. And if, if we hadn't have made that last-ditch decision, we would have probably missed Sticks, which was, you know, Aria Speedwagon was good. Sticks, if you get a chance to see them live in concert, they were amazing. They were incredible. Actually, after watching them, I'd love to have one of them on my podcast. So if any of you guys know of any of them, I, I would love to have them come on and share their experience of just living their life. You know, especially later in their years of just going out and having the time of their life. But if it if we hadn't seen that, like really, truthfully, we're talking a matter of ten more seconds of not making that decision, we might not have made the concert. I mean, once you get into a log jam on a freeway, there is not much you can do legally. <laughs> Well, I believe that Heavenly Father is always watching out for us. And he's saying, hey, take this turn. Take this turn. And sometimes it's because there's an accident in front of us. Sometimes it's because there's a log jam. 
And other times it's because, hey, I just want to see if you're going to trust me. I want to see if you're going to trust this. If you're going to be able to put your trust in me. When it looks ridiculous. It really does. I am beginning to notice in my life, the more that I follow the Spirit, the more that my life becomes incredible. Like, the more that life just is becoming so much fun, I believe the two are linked. Every one of you, you have something that you want to do. You have something that you're putting off. You have something that you're waiting on. I'm not sure if you're waiting until... You know, if, if you're a single parent and you have kids at home and you feel guilty about going off and doing things w- because you only have so much time with them, I'm not sure what it is for you. I have no idea. But what I can tell you is this. You're not getting any younger. <laughs> and I don't say that to be rude. I say that to say, hey. Start today what you really want to do. This very day, start doing what you want to do. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're not anything. You're just the right age because you're the age you are. We spend so much time lamenting. Oh, if only I could have done this different. If only I would have listened. You know, there's a moment I've been reading about in the Book of Mormon, which is a book of scripture similar to the Bible. And there's a part where there's this giant destruction. And the people are saying, oh, if only we had repented. Now, I was actually in, a, in the play, not the Book of Mormon musical, just to clarify, but there used to be a play called The Hilcomora Pageant, um, which you can find online and watch it. But it was, there, there was that scene that we did and they, there's a person that on the audio recording says, oh, if only we would have repented. Guys, any moment that you want, you can repent, you can change. Repentance is a good thing. It is simply, it is simply turning around. It's simply starting to do what you want to do. It's changing. And it just happens through little steps. I'm not saying today that you have to go, if you want to learn the guitar, you have to go buy the nicest guitar in the world. You could probably even put something out on Facebook and say, hey, I'd love to learn the guitar. Does anyone have an old one I could borrow? I mean, truthfully, if somebody put that on, I have, I have old guitars that I would easily let somebody borrow, one that's sitting under my bed. Why? Because something happens when we get engaged about our lives. So as many of you know that have listened to this for a while, I'm known as the It's Possible guy. At first, I thought that was the cheesiest thing in the world. But the more I've grown into it, the more I realize there's nothing more that fits me. Why? Because it says everything is possible. Not just for everybody else, but for me. And that's really become one of my mantras. Like, everything is possible if you just start. There's a quote that, by Stephen King that says, You can, you should, 
And if you're brave enough to start, you will. There's another quote that this is the one that was coming to my mind by W.H. Murray, who was a Scottish mountaineer. And he said, until one is committed, there is hesitancy. The chance to draw back always ineffectiveness. Concerning all acts of initiative in creation, there is one elementary truth, the ignorance of which kills countless ideas and splendid plans. That the moment one definitely commits oneself, then providence moves too. All sorts of things occur to help one that would never otherwise have occurred. A whole stream of events issues from the decision, raising in one's favor all manner of unforeseen incidents, meetings and material assistance which no man could have dreamt would have come his way. I learned a deep respect for one of Gotha's couplets. Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. Now, the part actually comes before that was we hadn't really done anything. But when I said that nothing had been done, I erred in one important matter. We had definitely committed ourselves and were halfway up out of our ruts. We had put down our passage money, booked a sailing to Bombay. This may sound too simple, but is great in consequence. Until one is committed, dot, dot, dot. When we begin to commit, there comes some sort of power from God, I believe, that begins to create all of these incredible, incredible coincidences. So when I talk about somebody really just saying, hey, I'd love to learn the guitar. Can somebody loan me one? Yeah, that stuff happens. Hey, I'm, I want to start a podcast. Can somebody give me a little bit of guidance? Yeah, totally. But we have to start. But starting isn't this giant step that we think it is. This podcast truly started as, I mean, I, I joke that God tricked me into starting this podcast because it was something that I didn't really want to do. I didn't think I wanted to do it. And now it's become one of the highlights of my week because I get to learn as I go. I, this really is, this is what I call a revelatory experience where God reveals to me the things that I need to learn and the things that I need to share. What I've seen in my life is the more that I trust in this guidance to move forward, and the less that I pay attention to my thinking, that much of it does come from the crazy leprechaun voice that I speak of, the happier I am. You know, my, the thought inside my head was, oh, I have to go to this religious class last night. I would have missed out on an amazing, wonderful, wonderful experience. Well, God has so many incredible experiences ready for you, and we're sitting, well, I can't do it because of this. If you don't know what you can and can't do, you can go ask God. There's a cool scripture in James 1.5 that says, you know, he that lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally. I know this might sound like overkill, but... There are plenty of times that I do pray about, hey, is it okay for me to do this? And, and there's times, and I mentioned this on another podcast, I think, but there was a time that we had, you could call it adventurous experience, forward slash, forward slash, that sounded funny, 
Um, <laughs> um, dangerous experience. On, on the 4th of July one night, we had the opportunity to rappel off of an apartment building attached to the back of a, a pickup truck. No, I was of two minds in this time. On one hand, I'm like, okay, this could be really, really stupid, and I could fall to my death and die. And on the other hand was like, hey, Heavenly Father, if I was okay doing this, this would be a lot of fun. And this would be one of those moments you look back, I'm like, that was an awesome night. And in that moment, I just, I said a quick prayer and I felt peace about it. I felt peace that I would be okay if I did this, that I would be safe. And once I felt that, I went for it. And you know what? It was so cool. This would be my invitation. My invitation is if you feel you're too late to do something in life, go ask God or whatever it is you believe in. Ask him and say, hey, I'd really love to do this, but this is honestly how I'm feeling. I'm feeling like I'm so late in life. I feel like I've wasted so much time. All this time wasted. No, I haven't heard this song in quite some time, but the lyrics come to my mind of, of Wasted by Carrie Underwood, so I looked them up. And she says, standing at the back door, she tried to make it fast. One tear hit the hard wood, it fell like broken glass. She said, sometimes love slips away and you just can't get, get it back, let's face it. For one split second, she, turned, she almost turned around, but that would be like pouring raindrops back into a cloud. So she took another step and said, I see the way out and I'm going to take it. I don't want to spend my life jaded, waiting to wake up one day and find that I let all these years go by wasted. Because I don't, oh, I don't want to keep on wishing, missing the still of the morning, the color of the night. I ain't spending no more time wasted. No matter how old you are, you're only going to get older. Every one of us, we're only going to get older. Don't let your life go by wasted. Don't let your life go by spending all these years in vain, spending all this time wishing that you would have done something else. It never goes away, ever. Because the crazy leprechaun has a zillion different tricks that he can mess you with. I mean, I remember in college, I, I spent a lot of years wishing I'd played, you know, sports back in high school. And that life would have been better if I'd played sports in high school. I mean, funny enough, I'm seeing in this moment, no, life would have been better if you didn't think you had to play sports in high school. In order to blank. I mean, you can live whatever life it is you want to live. But it's only the thought that you had to have done something different in your past that is keeping you frustrated and miserable in your future. You get a choice today. Now, one of the things that I've done also, especially as we get older, I think we start shooting for not just the moon, but like, what's the farthest planet away? Pluto? Well, some people say it's not a planet. Let's give it, let's give it its credit. We called it a planet for a long time. So it's like aiming for Pluto. And I did that for a while. When I was 
when I was kind of just, you know, struggling to get by, I, I set up these goals that were so crazy, like just insane goals. Well, those weren't very motivating. And then recently I set clearer intentions of this is what I want to do. Once you get to those intentions, you can set up the next thing. I love this idea that came to me one time that we need to focus on mile markers, not milestones. When, as we get older, we want to make up for lost time. You can't. The only thing you can do is use your time the way you want to. I mean, if you want to spend all your time reminiscing about your life and watching, you know, and watching episodes of whatever from your past, hey, I do it too. But spend the majority of your time building your life. If you want to spend time with your kids and your grandkids and everything, fine, by all means, do it. But do it without the guilt. Don't do it because, oh, well, I only have so much time to spend with them. I have to spend it. Allow yourself to slow down and say, what is my intention in spending time with my kids today? Well, my intention is to make them feel super loved and just have a wonderful time. Well, go do that. Don't be sitting there saying, well, I only get so much time with them and I have to make it perfect and it's got to be awesome. Live the life that you desire. There's a scene in one of my books where this character is dying. And it's a beautiful scene. And some of this writing in this book has been just oh, so inspired. And, and the character dying says, you know, I wish that I would have lived the life I desired, the life I wanted to, instead of the life that others expected of me. Everybody has their own expectations of your life. Whatsoever. And it doesn't matter. You don't have to listen to any of them. I generally take what most people say with a grain of sand or whatever the, whatever the phrase is. I don't listen to a lot of things that people say. Why? Because a lot of people, they're trying to do the best they know how. But some people have given me some really, really bad advice. Really bad advice. I mean, from you know, looking across the room and pointing to a girl that I had no interest in and saying, hey, that's your wife, to the list goes on and on and on and on. Everybody has their plan. Everybody thinks they know what's best for your life. And they don't really do it maliciously. I think most people really do want what's best for you. They just don't know what's best for you. Why even in these things don't I tell you guys, hey, you know what? This is what I want you to do. This is what I want you to do. I, I generally simply make a simple invitation that invites you to inquire of the Lord. Because he knows for you what's best. I don't. I just try to help you get out some of the interference that's in the way. Anything that doesn't leave you feeling peace, joy, comfort, excitement is mostly interference. Whatever, is, whatever it is that is keeping you from the life that you really desire is interference. That's all it is. I one time asked a religious leader of mine, would, say, that, would Satan ever tempt me to do anything good? And he said, Satan would tempt you to do, specifically ask him if you know, Satan would ever tempt me to go to the temple. And his response was, Satan will do whatever it takes to destroy you. There are people that have gone overboard in every area of life. And it's taken them off the deep end. 
There, there is a joy in the balance. When you get too far on any extreme, when my, uh, we call him a mission president. When I served a mission in Brazil for my church, um, one of them said, the, the extremes are dangerous. Stay in the middle. Stay balanced. Stay in the middle. When you start having overwhelming thoughts come through your head about how much you wish you would have done previously, when it starts to get overwhelming and especially frustrating and paralyzing, those thoughts are not coming from God. Um, I, I apologize. Actually, um, that's God telling you, hey, stop thinking about this. And when you get joyful, wonderful feelings, that's God saying, hey, go forward. You got, you got your hall pass. Start walking. No matter your age, God has such an amazing plan for you. And it doesn't matter if you missed one single exit. If you miss one single exit on your journey or countless exits, he just keeps rerouting you. But even he has the best, most amazing possible plan for you. And I think especially as people get older, they start trying to fit into the plans. Other people try to fit them into their plans. Everybody is going to want you to do what's going to benefit them. But if you take a moment, I mean, this would be my invitation. I want you to think about today. I want you to, first of all, think about what's the thing that's come up as I've talked about you know, these cool experiences of you know, sticks performing and just having the time of their life on stage and them getting and, and they're getting paid to travel and travel the world and perform. What is it that you'd love to do? But if you got paid to do anything, what would you love to do? Now sometimes your response would be, Joseph, it's too late. That wasn't my question. My question was, what would you love to do? And what's the tiniest step that you could take to go in that direction? I mean, that's my invitation to you. Is to sit down and say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 or 80 or 90. Let's imagine I got to live till 99. Okay, even if I'm... If, even if I'm 38 years old, that gives me 50 years. I got 50 years. Plus, actually, if we said 99, it's even more than that. It's like it's nearly 60 years. There's so many amazing and cool things that I can do. And there's so many things that God can even use me for. Do you know the cool thing about it? Leo Tolstoy says it best in his quote, It is within my power either to serve God or not to serve Him. Serving Him I add to my own good and the good of the whole world. And serving Him I forfeit my own good and deprive the world of that good which was in my power to create. When you serve, when you follow those guiding promptings that you've been given in your heart, you bless yourself and you also bless the world. And God blesses you. 
when I do what I'm invited and instructed to do, like, God blesses me. This is funny. I, I had pulled up a bunch of Leo Tolstoy quotes. And so I've, I've never researched this one, but it says a quote by him is just when the question of how to live had become clearer to him, a new insoluble problem presented itself death. <laughs> Why do I find that so funny? Because when we figured it out, like, You've passed the test. And if you figure it out sooner, you just get to enjoy your journey longer. But guys, even if you're 60 years old, you can enjoy your journey living your life. If you're working a job that you hate and you're feeling something inside, you call to you saying, do something. But it's telling you like the specific thing. It's not just saying do something. It's saying, hey. Maybe you'd love to go out and speak. Maybe you'd love to go out and coach. Maybe maybe you'd love to go out and I don't know what it is for you. Maybe you'd love to start a hobby, learn, you know, learn guitar or learn piano or learn whatever. I don't know what it is for you. But especially if you're like 60 or so, you still got a third of your life left to live. So once again, you're not too old and you're not too young. Like, I mean, at least a little bit hitting on too young. A lot of the same things apply. It's just, it's the thinking that pops up in our head of the crazy leprechaun voice that says, who's going to listen to you? I mean, when I was 23 years old, I was trained as a coach. And that thought persisted so much. It was like, Joseph, you're way too young to coach people. And then even by the time I was in my 30s, it's like, Joseph, you're way too, you're way too old. I know that sounds crazy for a lot of people. But when I tell people that I, I think sometimes I'm too old to be a coach, they're like, are you nuts? Are you serious? So going a little bit along the lines of last week's podcast of go easy on yourself, go easy on yourself. I'm not telling you to go start to run a marathon or anything today. I mean, one of the simplest invitations I could make is Whatever the thing is you want to do, just start doing it 21 minutes a day. A year ago, I started learning the song Sweet Child of Mine, and roughly at least 21 minutes a day. Now, I still haven't finished learning Sweet Child of Mine, and that's okay. I've been stuck on a particular part of the solo that is just incredibly fast and incredibly intricate, but if I keep going, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And it doesn't matter how old I am when I get it. Don't worry what the critics say. Don't what they don't matter anyways. I mean most most critics don't even have the courage to be in the arena as I, th- I think it's Theodore Roosevelt has a really cool quote on that that you guys can look up. I mean, take your shots. Take whatever shots you got. Go live your life. Be like Styx was on stage. Having the time of their life, dancing around, playing around, messing around. I wasn't sure whether to read this, but I am going to read it. It's, it's the uh, Man in the Arena by Theodore Roosevelt. And it says, It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how, strong, how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. 
The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. That is beautiful. And there's also a great book called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown that talks about how this crazy leprechaun voice can use shame against us as well. And so that's a really great book also. But pay no attention to the critic. Pay no attention to the crazy leprechaun voice in your head. Even as I was reading that, I was thinking of like some of the criticisms I had of the, the concert last night. I mean, Styx by far outperformed Ario Speedwagon. But I have no idea the different challenges that Ario Speedwagon's members might have been facing. I mean, they're all roughly in their 70s. Maybe they had some health challenges. Maybe they've gone through some struggles which haven't allowed them to keep up to keep up their voices and such the same and their mobility the same way that Styx was. But I gotta give them credit. I give them incredible props for being out there on the stage. I mean, they still had an entire arena of 20,000 or so people watching them perform. And I loved singing along with their songs that I knew, so it might have just been a familiarity thing too. We gotta stop criticizing other people. We gotta know they're doing the best that they can. And we've also gotta stop criticizing ourselves. So, no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, you're never too old or too young to live the life of your dreams. So once again, my invitation. Today, Pick one single thing that you'd love to do, the thing that came up for you, and just start playing around with it for 21 minutes a day. And if you want some real, some real feedback, and not, not feedback necessarily, but almost a community, go follow me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy and join our challenge that starts each Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Well, if, if you're in the US, it starts on Wednesday. I know with some time zones that change. Anyways, that was that was a silly point, but starts each Wednesday and goes till Tuesday and just pick one thing. And the thing that does that begins to build this muscle of, oh, everything is possible if I just start. And then you can even ask, pause for a second and ask yourself and and even ask God, like, what is what is the one thing that I'd love to do? Because a lot of times we bury our dreams. So find what that is, and then go do it. And once again, you're never too old, you're never too young to live the life of your dreams. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, 
one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.